What's going on, everybody? This is the Prince, one half of the Elevated Barbers podcast, also the owner of Royal Less Grooming. And I'm here with my co host, Tupac. I mean, Bradford, the business man. <laughs> 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 My name is Bradford Kelly, and I'm the <laughs> owner of Another Level of Barbering, and I am the proud co-host here with Tay Diggs. I mean, go ahead. <laughs> Today, we have a stud coming from Texas, and we're going to introduce you in just a second. He's going to be giving us some insights about business, about starting products, and about how to really create a good business as a barber. Welcome to the stage, Lasana. Man, what's going on, Bradford? How you doing? Prince, what's going on? What's going on, man? You you hear on the Elevated Barbers podcast with Dude. Tupac and Tay Diggs. That's what it, <laughs> hey, look. That's what we're going with today, man. I thought it, I thought it was DMX. I thought it was DMX uh, at first. He he, he could pass for both. I got a few looks. Hey, I look. Yeah, he got a few looks. He threw me for a loop when he said Tay Diggs. I said, oh. <laughs> hey, he, he, he coming with the switches. Yeah, man. Yeah, he got a few of them. He, he looked like uh, Norris Chestnut. You know, look like Morris Chestnut. Mo- Morris Hazelnut. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Boris Kojo? <laughs> oh man, we don't Boris name Boho. Yeah, Brad, 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 Brad would be Boris Coco. That <laughs> boy crazy. I mean, well, we gotta talk. Who are you, Lasada? Who are you? You man. know what I mean. I already, know, I already know what they call me. So I got a couple of them. He pressed the Chala, man. What's his name? Uh, David Ruffin <laughs> from The Temptations. Pressed the Chala. Steve Urkel. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah they, they, they had a couple for me growing up. Okay. Oh, man. All right, Never man. Mind. Well, introduce yourself a little bit, man. Tell the people who you are, where you're from, and what, you, uh, what you're doing. 100%, man. Well, my name is Lasana Sirleaf. I uh, operate out of Fort Worth, Texas. I am the owner of Cutter Concepts Barber Studio. I love barbering. I love people, most and foremost. And I love my family. 100%. That's who I do it for. That's who I thrive for. That's who I strive for. But yeah, uh, barbering, that's my first love. A little bit more about myself. Uh, my family is from Liberia, West Africa. I'm the youngest of many, many siblings. I was telling Prince earlier, I have eight sisters. I have eight sisters. Yeah, multiple brothers. Uh, Some are still overseas. All my sisters are here, but I still got family overseas. Um, Eight sisters and four of them are licensed cosmetologists. So, man, I've been... Huh? I said it's in the bloodline. Man, bro, like I've been around here here since I was a little guy. As long as I I can remember. Like I remember waking up in the morning and, and seeing my sister early in the morning, Braden. You know, she she had hair laid out on on the on the arm of the couch, on the back yeah. of the couch, on the seat cushions, Braden. You know, had a yeah. whole line. So I was always around here, man. Well, that's tight, man. So when did you when did you want to make this a uh, an actual profession? When did you want to take this into your life? As, as something serious and not just a hustle and not just a hobby. Man, bro, honestly, bro, like probably ever since I was about like 14, 15, hmm. about 14, 15. Like I always tell people, y'all remember when y'all was young and like the teachers or grown man would ask the kids what they want to do when they grow up? What yeah. would everybody say? Doctor, Doctor lawyer, teacher, fireman, police, engineer. Yeah. You know engineer. what I'm saying? I feel like everybody said engineer or a doctor or a lawyer, but I always mm-hmm. wanted to cut hair. I always wanted to be a barber. So, so you said, I want to be a barber? Well, 
I say I want I want to own a business. <laughs> I would say I want to own a business. I want to be a business owner. I always had the mindset of like carrying carrying a briefcase, uh, wearing a suit, and going to a high rise somewhere. Cause that was yeah, my mindset yeah. of a business. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So I always want to be a business owner. But as I got older, you know, I started cutting hair, started cutting my nephews, and that's when I realized I wanted to be a barber. And I was about 14, 15. Oh, that's nice. cool, man. So you what you you was what that's sophomore year in high school. Uh, 15, yeah, about freshman, freshman, because I, I went to school a year late because of my birthday, so freshman. You didn't, you got held back? Gotcha. No, I was born late. I was born in uh, November. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was always my oldest one said in said it ain't school. old, man. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> hey, look what I said. I'm talking about I was born late. Yeah. I was just born, yeah. <laughs> I was just born yeah. late. Yeah, she didn't have me on time. I said that. I said, right. what? Yeah. I was supposed to be here in April, but I came in November. <laughs> right. The checkers ain't going to savings yet. I had to withdraw from the from the savings yeah. and go to the checkers. The way my mom's womb was set up. <laughs> my daddy was busy. <laughs> he was busy. Oh, man, yeah, so, Omar, so, man, I want to give you a little bit of backstory of how me and Lasana got connected. Man, so we were actually yeah, both I, taking. I met Lasana. I met Lasana uh, on your first class that you hosted. But give give me the yeah. backstory because I want to hear. It. Yeah, no. Nah, so forgot about that, Lasana, huh? I did. You remember that, Lasana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first class, the first uh, seminar you you hosted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the seminar. Yes, indeed. I remember yeah, that. I just got a phone call. It caught me off guard, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we mm-hmm. uh, we with me and Lasana, we were actually taking a class uh from somebody. Well, we we name drop. It's all good. We we took a class from uh Israel Wright. Nice. And yeah. 100%. we were uh we were we were um. And we were the two students that had paid for this class. And uh, it was pretty significant, the price point that he was asking for. But, you know, we both felt like it was worth it at that mm-hmm. time. And I was really just kind of I didn't know who was going to be there. Right. And it was just me and, and Lasada in his class. Yeah, bro. And, and uh, he was uh, Israel. He was dropping uh, some very good knowledge and everything. But what was really cool was that Lasana was active in the class and then on top of being active in the class he actually wanted to stay connected after the class and i was like oh, okay like he he cool like you know so let me like stay in contact with him but he was hungry to grow in this industry and he was willing to invest in himself so that he could grow and i was just like this is exactly the space that i'm in so i want peers that's similar to me right and uh me and him we stay connected uh ever since so it's been a it's been a good friendship 100 percent, been a pleasure yeah yeah, so yeah, we had that class, man. I was able to meet Lasan, and we've been in uh, contact on IG ever since. Hundred percent, man. And the DMs and on the post, man, it's been good. Yep. Yeah, yeah, real good. Speaking of posts, man, you've been killing it. Hey, 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 hey. No, you have been killing it. And you could, I I know, you know, just because I'm very into business, right? I'm very into uh, growth of um, growth of the business, growth of of your clientele, growth of just your mental so that you can approach business the right way. And I look at your post and I'm like, okay, he's, he's, he's tapped into something and I can tell that Mm -hmm. you're growing, you're using what you've, what you're learning. But if you don't mind, man, if you don't, can you please share the 
the transition from what Cutter Concepts used to be and how it became Cutter Concepts? Hmm, okay, okay. Well, that's a good question. I can really go, uh, I can go a few ways uh, with that question right there. So you're asking what it used to be and, and how what it, it, used what to it be is now? And how did it yeah. become Cutter Concepts? Okay, cool. So for what are you, for what it, from what it used to be. So, man, so before it was even Cutter Concepts, you know, it was, it was King Cutter, right? King um, Cutter. Yeah, it was King Cutter. And uh, even before that, you know, I was just Lasana. I was just cutting hair. So before I even got into the industry, I already had my own perception on what barbering was. Yeah. You get paid every day. You get to wear what you want to wear at work. Um, you can, it, it's, it's a fast life. You get to chill, you get freedom, this, that, and third. So when I first, when I got into my first barbershop, I quickly realized that wasn't the case. Yeah. <laughs> because I wanted barbering to do so much for me. So yeah. <laughs> from, from when I say, from when I say you can wear what you want to wear, that's not really the case. I thought, yeah. man, I can go to work, wear my J's all day, wear my chucks yeah. all day. This, that, and the third. <laughs> bro, my first two weeks at the barbershop, bro, I complained about my feet all day, every day. <laughs> man, my feet yeah, was them hurting, Them ain't bro. comfortable to stand up in, man. Yeah. Man, what? Jays or or uh, Converse, Chuck Taylor. Texas, Converse. Oh, man, yeah. Chuck Taylor's And, and sure. I was mostly wearing no Chucks. They don't got no and, cushion. Uh, yeah, bro. So, and I was slipping. You know what I'm saying? I was slipping off on, on hair and everything, but mm, I don't yeah. wear construction <laughs> He was tripping. I was, yeah. I was mentally and physically. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My professional image was out of there, you know? Yeah. So so I quickly realized I couldn't wear what I wanted to wear. Um, When it came to the free time, going and coming as I please, I quickly realized that I couldn't be everywhere like I wanted to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I needed a system and a schedule. Yeah. When it comes to having fast money every single day and dealing with money every single day, I realized that I needed the system and I needed to manage my money better. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing that I wanted for barbering, I quickly realized like my system and my lifestyle, my business style, it wasn't, it wasn't a parallel. It wasn't yeah, the it same. wasn't alignment. It wasn't, man. Yeah. yeah. And I quickly, I quickly realized that, man. And um, I knew something had to change. And um, I slowly started just to do things a little bit different. I changed, I changed my shoes. I changed what I wore. Um, then I realized that I had to have a consistent, a consistent uh, schedule. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I started working a consistent schedule. But even before I got into barbering full time, um, I was working part time. Then I slowly progressed uh, into full time. But um, let me tell you this. The first shop I was in, I counted. I seen 14 barbers come and go. I oh, seen wow. 14. Bar I, I stopped counting at 14. And I would look around and I would see so many different fraction, so many things wrong, so many things that is not business minded or or is ethical. Yeah. You know, from 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 the owner to the so called top barber to the newbie. I saw I seen yeah. so many things going on, so many wrong things going on. So yeah. I knew what not to be like and I knew what to be like. But I knew more so off what not to be like. Yeah. And I started molding my own business by pretty much being different, building that separation. So 
the way I talked to clients was different. The way I took phone calls was different. And I learned that if I'm just different, build separation, yeah. um, I'll start to see the increase in my business. And I had a direct increase. But as yeah. far as cutter concepts, now, when I got on social media, got on Instagram, got on, you know, just different platforms on the internet, that's when just my vision for barbering expanded. Because at first, yeah. I could only see as far as down the street. Yeah, you was exposed yeah. to more. Yeah, I was exposed to more. And that's when Cutter Concept slowly started to give birth. Well, that's when my, my vision for barbering started to evolve. And shortly after, Cutter Concepts came about. But, you know, yeah. Brad, you, you know a little bit about how Cutter Concepts came about. Oh, because it was from that class? So the class had a lot to do with it. Oh, the okay. The class had a lot to do with it. So let me explain. So at first I was I was going by King Cutter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. That's so, how I met you. Yeah, yeah, bro. So I was pushing King Cutter. But I realized that King Cutter was somewhat, it was somewhat, it somewhat hit a, hit a plateau. Because mm-hmm. King Cutter is, is kind of urban a little bit. And mm-hmm. even even the way I spelt it, K-I-N-G-K-U-T-T-A. Yeah. King yeah. Cutter. So yeah. it was more so... Go ahead. No, I was just saying, yeah. Yeah, bro. So it was more so kind of urban a little bit. And I started to learn about the certain type of uh, clientele I wanted to attract. Mm-hmm. So I at least had to spell Cutter the cutter with a with an E-R instead of a, right. a A. You know what I'm saying? Let me start that. Yeah. You know, so fast forward... Um, when I started doing classes and having mentors or whatnot, um, I signed up for the class with Israel and that's mm-hmm. where I met, that's where I met Brad. And, um, mm-hmm. we got into the class and Israel, he was talking to us about a name for our educational platform. Yeah. And, you know, we started thinking of whatnot, we were brainstorming and I believe, uh, I believe you, Brad, you already had a, um, you already had a name. Yeah. Another yeah. level of barbering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I'm thinking of mine, thinking of mine. And I was like, Cutter. I want to keep the Cutter name. Cutter, Cutter. And I thought Cutter Concept. And I brung it up and y'all loved it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all, y'all loved it or whatnot. I got a good, uh, yeah. y'all received the name. And because um, I was thinking like, we're, we're, we're aiming to educate. We're, able to, we're aiming to teach and influence. So I'm like, concept. Yeah. Concepts, that has to do with ideas. It has to do with yeah. innovation. It has to yeah. do with, you know, working the brain. So I was like, okay, cut a concept. And even now today, like my my slogan and what I use for certain campaigns with, for cutter concepts is a, a unique a unique concept of barbering. Cutter concepts, mm. a unique concept of barbering. So my yeah. aim is for everything we do to be unique from, yeah. Yeah. from, when, from how clients book. And I know you're going to be able to help me with that later on but with how clients book how we uh receive and service our clients from the moment they walk in to the meet and greet to the consultation to the service to you know building rapport to the end of the service to sending them out the right way like the whole nine yards yeah my aim is for everything to be unique to be a different concept so that's how cutter concepts came about man listen i want to go back to something that you said um when you started speaking earlier, you were saying that, you know, you went, you approach work a different way, which was, you know, going to the shop with, with Jay's, you know, yeah. just dressing kind of urban. And I want our viewers to understand who might be listening, who come from <clears throat> a particular environment. Is you know, it's easy to come in that way because that's what you see. That's what you know. You know, barbershops are, especially in the black community, they're portrayed in a certain manner right. on TV. And then, you know, just being in different environments, 
those same barbershops are seen a different a certain way but you had the mindset to be like this is not what i want to do this is not what i envision for myself like this is cool no offense to anybody who wants to be you know that way but i see myself as more of a professional i see myself as more of a businessman let me change the way i spell cutter like that's Mm -hmm. is something as small as that but it makes all the difference in the world like people pay attention to detail when people are on these booking platforms they're on google they're looking at is this person professional we already have the the stigma of black young oh they might be a hood barber urban barber right and that's a misperception because not everybody is that way you know there are a lot of black professional barbers in our industry especially now you mentioned something about I'm dealing with fast money all day. I want to have a system in place to where I can track my money, one, to be able to afford things in the future and show that I have a paper trail. And then two, I just need a system in place because taking walk-ins and the pen and paper method, like that's that's old. Like we're not in that, that era no more. Like it worked for a, a period of time, but now we have technology. So just listening to you saying all these things, it's like, I hope our, our viewers who are getting into the industry or they're currently in the industry and Looking to elevate, which is why we had this 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 platform. I yeah. hope they paid attention to what you just said because you just completely changed your mindset, yeah. and now you're in your own shop. I believe, right? Yeah, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You're in your own yeah. shop, and just seeing the content that you post on social media, like you're very professional. You're always uh, aiming to help the next man come up. You're always, you know, being an example, basically. Right. And mm-hmm. and that's why we appreciate having someone like you on our platform to speak about such. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, appreciate y'all. Hundred percent. I remember when, um, like after we had took that class, it was it was a couple months after, <clears throat> maybe maybe even a year after. I don't remember, but mm-hmm. I remember you invested a lot in your equipment and you changed how you were doing your recordings. You changed yeah. everything, and you uh you wanted to put out the best product that you possibly could. And I think that your ability to change and to improve whenever you see an area for growth is something that everybody needs to pay attention to because so many people mm-hmm. get stuck in a mindset where they they know that something needs to change but they they just keep thinking right they never take action mm-hmm. and so i always yeah. talk about the difference between a growth mindset and a level up mindset so a growth mm-hmm. mindset is the awareness of the fact that something needs to change like you're aware you're conscious you see that man i don't like how it is and i want to do something different but you just stay processing the information versus taking action so that you can do it. But the level up mindset has everything to do with you taking action on the changes that you want to see. And that's what I've seen you do multiple times. I mean, just the fact that we were in that class together, you had invested, you took action, and then you were in the class and you were learning. And then once you got the information, you were Mm -hmm. participating, you gave your names, like what y'all think about this? And all of this stuff was you taking action on things. And if we as Barbara and beauty professionals we're trying to grow don't get stuck in your mind trying to think your way out of stuff you're gonna have to learn Mm -hmm. how to start to try the things that you have in your mind already put some action to it and once you put some action to it you'll start to grow in it and then you'll start to see how you can improve what you're doing but start doing something and don't just get stuck in your mind and i suffer from that personally you know like i just think about a lot of stuff analysis paralysis but i'm starting to learn more and more the more i'm trying to grow you cannot just keep thinking brad you have Mm. to do something 
put yourself out there. Yeah. Put yourself out there. So I just wanted to commend you on your ability to take advantage of the opportunities that you see when you like, man, you know what? I want to do better and you'll invest in it. You'll go get you some new camera equipment or you'll start to get a, a, a backdrop. You'll start to invest in your um in your wardrobe. Like you put a lot of money into cutter concepts, just the physical branding of yourself. Like Delmar, he does the yeah. same thing with the Royal Royal Lux grooming or the Prince logo stuff. Like you guys are investing in yourselves so that you can present yourselves differently to the people that you are wanting to serve because then they'll respect who Don't leave yourself you. out of it. 100%, oh. right, for sure. I'm yeah, like, leave yourself out of it. Too, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. but we're all, yeah, we're all doing that in different ways. So I hope that the, the viewers um, definitely hear that and don't don't fear taking action on the changes that you want to see. Level up. But man, you said something earlier, man, about, uh, about the growth and level up, the growth aspect and level up. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that, that that that's the main essence of business. Business is always evolving. Business is always yeah. changing. It's always yeah. interchanging. It's always developing. You know what I'm saying? So we have to have that same yeah. mindset as business owners, as barbers, as you know, as 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 students of the game. We got to have that yeah. same mindset, man. It's progressive. Like a lot of times, because I don't have the same syndrome as far as feeling like I know what I need to know. I I done obtain what I need to obtain and I'm good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. exactly when I thought like that, I started to get stale. Yeah. I started to, you know what I'm saying? Even when it, it, it came to me trying to learn and, and, and receive information, I couldn't do it because my mind and my my mind and my heart was already made up. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like, man, we're big, we gotta be, we gotta be progressive. We can't ever say, oh, well, I've been in the game for five, 10, tw-. you know, barbers always like to say they've been in the game for yeah, 20, yeah. 30 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying but you don't got you still can't grow no more exactly and i'm like you've been in the game for that long but you're still in the same situation like come on right you know right and with your brand there is another level to barbering there is yeah Mm -hmm. It's you know, always going to be that. It's always mm-hmm. going to be yeah. that. It doesn't matter. Um, there's this class that I'm coming out with um, in the near future, and it's called How to Be a Ceilingless Barber, right? There's mm. always going to be another level for you to get to, just period. Like if you, it doesn't matter yeah. what height you reach in this industry, there's always going to be something that you can grow to. But if you don't remember, if you don't remove the limits that you have in your mind about yourself and you don't remove your money from the limits that are just stuck to your time, your your body and your energy, if you don't remove right. those limits, then you are going to continue to hit a ceiling and you'll always start to feel burnt out. You'll always start to feel like you're not being appreciated for what you're doing. You'll always start to feel like, oh, I need more. But that's mm-hmm. because you get ran into your ceiling. But mm-hmm. once you start to learn how to remove your ceiling, then you can start to your potential for success is to the limit is to the sky. Right. But you have to get yeah. you have to get the ceiling out from over you. And a lot of times it's going to be yeah. inside your mind as well as your money being tied to your body and to your time and to your energy. So yeah, yeah. it's uh it's 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 really good to hear you all speaking about this because when you think about growing in this industry, you cannot limit yourself. Don't be the your own limitation. Mm-hmm. Let yourself right. grow. Let yourself grow, but you have to try stuff. You got to get out there. So Lasana, talk to us a little bit about some of the stuff that you have tried because I've seen you get into stuff and I've seen you get out of stuff. Delmar, you have done the same um, where you've gotten in the stuff, but then you've gotten out of stuff. And how do you all go through that process? And this is to both of you. How do you all go through that process and 
and not, you know, not getting, not feel like a failure in something, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but understand right. that this was a learning lesson. Instead of a loss, this was a lesson. How do you guys go through mm -hmm. that um, and continue to move forward in your profession and grow inside your businesses? All right, cool, man. Hey, bro, that's a real dope question because I'm ready to, to do content about that. I'm actually going to do content about that in, uh, like, at the end of the, uh, at the end of the year, I do yeah. want to talk about like my failures and stuff like that. And not even, not even just failure, like my lesson, yeah. you know, cause you know, we all know that failures have to turn into lessons and yeah. lessons into yeah. blessings. But man, bro, it, it's many, yes, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's many things that um I done did put my hand to do. You like, I'm about to preach. Nah. <laughs> 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 Go go ahead on, Pastor. Yeah, yeah, head on now. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. Chop the wood and let the chips fly, preacher. Hey, look, I, I, I heard a preacher tell another preacher. He said, "Preacher, walk home." I said, "Lord, yeah, <laughs> preacher, walk home. It's a long walk home. Well, you better preach." Yeah, right. yeah but man. no, go ahead. What was you about to say? All right, man. So, man, like, where do I even start, man? So, here's one thing I had to realize about myself. I had to realize this about myself. I need I needed to learn and understand my I needed to learn and understand my identity as a barber yeah. and who I yeah. was as a barber and who I'm supposed to be as a barber. Um I found myself before I knew who I was, you know, trying different things out. Not even trying different things out. My mindset was to go full fledged with these things. And when I failed, I had to reevaluate myself and really search myself and figure out who I was as a barber. So let me tell you one thing that I had put my hand to do. Man, bro. So I had this big old elaborate plan to take over the barber industry, right? Yeah. <laughs> About to conquer we the barber did. industry. Yeah. Like we, we all did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> I was up all night thinking about it, looking at the ceiling. Hey, I rub my hand like Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. I just knew this was going to come to pass, and me and my wife were going to upgrade the house, and I was going to start doing tours. But here's what it was You said tours. <laughs> tours. <laughs> on big stage. <laughs> nah, man. But, um, so I wanted to come out with my own, um, with my own product line for, for barbers as far as like tools and utensils, uh, combs, brushes. I had like the little sprayer and everything, right? Yeah. So like I had it all mapped out and it was going to be called cutter concepts. We're going to have scissors and everything, you know, scissors with cutter concepts on it and everything. So, yeah. so I, I wrote this stuff down and I said, all right, okay, okay, boom, it's time to take some action. So my black self, I go straight to Alibaba. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. I go <laughs> man, my son trying to bust in the room, man. <laughs> hey, look, I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking I'm doing something. I'm telling my wife this is a website for only for business owners. It's it's exclusive type stuff yeah. like that. So I, yeah, bro. So I go to Alibaba full of excitement, and at that time, you know, I, I got the the resources and the capital capital to do certain things, bro. Mm -hmm. So I'm negotiating with the people and whatnot, and um, I want. I wind up getting I wind up getting like 
like uh, those crocodile hair clips that you can cl- that you can clip in people's ear, the little cool looking ones. Yeah, that yeah. were like the material was different. It was kind of like a like a rubberized, like a soft rubberized type deal. Um, I got that. I got some some like some bands for people like with dreads or long hair to tie up. I had got the continuous spray bottles. I got a whole lot of stuff. And um, I went through the process. They shipped it all, you know, in increments, you know, depending on the. Oh, a little man that came through. What's up, little pop? man want to be on the podcast. Come on, bubba. Be on the podcast. They say, where's my daddy What's at? What's up, man? <laughs> say hello. Future barber in the making. 100%, man. Say hello. What's his name? Junior. Lasana Junior. What's up, Lasana Junior? Yeah, LJ. LJ. Yeah, LJ. We call him LJ. Yeah, man. Yeah, he got a fresh blend, too. Look like daddy cut him up. Yeah, he do. Oh, yeah, man. Had to give him a little quick chop, man, on Sunday after church. Yeah, man. So, yeah, uh, this, man. Like my, this like my little shadow. This is my tether right here. He always with me. So, yeah. So, I got all this stuff from Alibaba. It I remember being at the shop at my old shop where I used to work at. I'm cutting on a Saturday or something like that. I'm cutting. Them people drop off like a UPS truck dropped off 12 big old boxes, like huge boxes. And I also got a whole bunch of neck strips. It was mm-hmm. huge boxes of neck strips, like the circle one that look like toilet paper. Yeah. I'm doing so, bro. I'm excited or whatnot. So bottom line, all this stuff came in and I'm like, okay, well, and at the same time, I'm working on my website. It was cutter-concept.com and I had a few things on there. It was a website I made through GoDaddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a GoDaddy website. And um, bro, I quickly realized that Bro, I don't know how to market this stuff. Like, I don't know how to get brand ambassadors for this stuff. I don't, like, the packaging wasn't all that great. And bottom line, still got a gang of stuff in my garage, bro. <laughs> oh, really? To this yeah, day? bro. Huh? To this day? To this day? Yeah, this was like a couple <laughs> years ago. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's still there. Yeah, yeah. not everything. Wow. I didn't got rid of. I had got rid of some of the stuff, but I still got some boxes in my garage. Like I did some deals with some. Um, hold on, pop. Hold on. I did some deals with like some local. Um, um, what was it called? Like beauty supplies and stuff like that. And got a lot of it off. You know, I done did a few stuff on Facebook Marketplace, but I still got stuff in there. But um, but I realized like I'm a barber, I'm I'm great at what I do, I'm great at you know cutting and talking with people. But when it came to that aspect, because that's a whole nother business model. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I and I realized I wasn't I wasn't fine and I didn't really have no knowledge of business of, of that business model. And um I just thought, well, I'm a barber, we need this kind of things, this, that, and the third. I know barbers, and I just thought it was gonna, you know, it, like it was, was gonna, gonna take, take off. off. Yeah. And the reality slapped me in my face, bro. I spent <laughs> money, didn't get no return on my investment. <laughs> you know, I did below breaking even. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, bro. You you, you was know, broken so. uneven. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I was scratching my head like this here, you know. But, but that, you know, man, you he experienced some of the same thing. I don't know if it was like you didn't break even, D, but I know that you put out products before. You've uh, he, I bought some of his. I bought a, a lot of uh, Delmar stuff uh, from the shampoo to the conditioner. I bought the um, his razor blade holders that he had. Uh, so I've been investing in him uh, as well. But so I know that you know. These are share some of your stories, man. Yeah, man, I'm kind of the same thing, man. Like um, I was always at the essence of. 
I wanted to have my own products. I wanted to have my name on stuff. So first I had to come up with a brand name. And, uh, you know, y'all know the story about me coming up with the prints. But uh, once I established that brand, then I started stamping my name on stuff. So my first creation was uh, it was it was apparel. So I was I had my T-shirts and I got into the clothing industry trying to we try to tap into it. I sold a few things, you know, thanks to my, my people like Brad and other supporters. Uh, but it just wasn't it wasn't feasible. So I got out of it, broke even, didn't, you know, didn't go overkill. I just broke even. And then I got into the razor market. So I had two razor holders. I had the Prince and then the Prince too. And those sold very well. The first completely sold out. The second, I had a few left over. So I just started giving them out to barbers just to get it out there. Um, and then I, I quit with that. And then over the pandemic, why uh, did you quit with the razor holders if they, if they were selling good? The the Prince one is sold well. The Prince two, it kind of like slowed down. So I just was like, I don't know. I'm one of those people. If it ain't working, cool. I'll try an idea. I'm not afraid to try stuff. But if it ain't working, I'll just scratch it and, you know, go move on to something else. I'm not, you know, gung ho to, you know, if it, it got to work. If it don't work, I'm moving on. Right. So uh, during the pandemic, we were shut down in Louisiana for like three months. So, man, my hand started itching after that second week, bro. I ain't used to not working. So I, uh, <laughs> I started doing my research. Like, you know, your, your hustling instincts kick in. Like, I got a family to provide for. So I started doing research on how to make products. I was making bath bombs. Don't laugh, Brad. I was making bath bombs. <laughs> I was making wave butter and I was making uh skin butter. I tried to mask, but it didn't work. Black charcoal mask, that didn't work. Um, but then that led so my first night of me selling products, I opened it up on my website that also did through GoDaddy. Uh, I opened my store online and I woke up the next morning to like an X amount of dollars in my account. I was like, whoa, like I really did this overnight. So that was a good feeling, man. Waking up to like yeah. some money that you know I had to put in the 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 work to make the products by hand but that was just good to sell something overnight that i didn't have to spend a whole lot of time doing versus like being in the shop so then that led to me getting in contract with the uh contact with the distributor out in california and i had the prince gold label products and then uh you know like i said my people like brad and different ones was buying the shampoo the conditioner the wave uh pomade um i had the holding spray and some curling cream curling cream but that did that went well but man, i just kind of got tired of trying to keep up with the inventory and having to ship out products so i, I scratched that idea too so now i'm looking for something else to make passive income hopefully i can get on with alb and uh do whatever <laughs> i gotta do to support alb <laughs> uh, yeah no that's 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 the um that's the thing that everybody gotta understand man in this industry you have to get you some passive income some yeah. kind of way some kind yeah. of way you got to find it because um it goes back to those uh limits it goes back to that ceiling that you're going to inevitably run into which is going to be is if your money is tied to your time it's tied to your body or it's tied to your energy you're going to hit a ceiling you can't help it yeah, it's it's, inev it's yeah. inevitable and so you have to learn how to remove those ceilings but focusing your ability to create different streams of income is a necessity like it's a necessity yeah. in this industry however you can 
cannot sacrifice your main money or the active income that you do have from behind the chair. You can't uh-huh. sacrifice that trying to go do something different. You have yeah. to you have to understand how to stabilize this. That's what you were talking about earlier, Lasana, where you um you understand the numbers that's going on with your own actual business so that you can make sure that you have the right systems in place. And this thing can almost operate autopilot, you know, in regards to the, the function of the business, you, you, that can operate almost on autopilot and all you do is got to go to, go to work. But then Mm -hmm. after you get off those, those work hours, then you can be building the, the passive income, you know, platform, whatever you're trying to do, but you do definitely need to get some passive income. And you also have to uh, keep your business that you have right now uh, in a good standing. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Well, that passive income that you're speaking of, man, that, uh, you know, that helps pay for vacations. That helps, you know, if you have anything medically going on, you can take the necessary time needed to recover. Yeah. You know, just, and I'm thinking more about that too, man, because, you know, I ain't no, no spring chicken no more. I'm still young. Right. But, yeah. you know, I know, you know, the, the well, older that turkey. we get, our body is. Yeah. <laughs> young turkey. <laughs> But now I, I know that the older we get, you know, our body is, you know, prone to, you know, medical issues and stuff like that. It's just it's inevitable, yeah. you know, but we do what we can to take care of ourselves, you know, uh, on the, the mental side and physically as well, as well as emotionally and financially. So, yeah. And you realize, man, passive income is really our the best way that we're going to be able to get PTO, you know, yeah. a lot of people yeah. don't even understand. It is our PTO. PTO. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the best way you go get PTO. I mean, some people pay for AFLAC and different things of that nature. And hopefully they'll, you know, if they get hurt or something like that, but if you just go on vacation, you ain't going to get no money for that. But passive mm-hmm. income, will pay you while you're not working. And that's yeah. that's the that's the key. Like you have to figure out how to do that. And that's exactly what um my program is about is just really trying to show barbers how to remove the ceiling. How do you get how do you get from being blocked by your own limitations? You have to tap into that. So as time goes on, Delmar, yes, definitely you're gonna be able to be a part of ALB and everything that I got going on. Um, but it's really just it's it's just about that. Like if you are trying to grow and you are trying to get to another level of barbering for yourself, then you have to think higher than where you currently are. And uh, higher than what you currently are is going to have to bust through those ceilings. You're going to have to eliminate those ceilings. 100%. So let's Lasana, oh, man. I got one last question before we go because Delmar, he got to get out of here. But okay. Lasana, that means you owe us a part two. Oh, I'm with it. You with it? I'm, I said, I, I ain't dug in no smoke. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm putting put you on the spot. Me and Brad are, uh work out the details, but how about we have you back on as our next guest for part two? Since we had it. to cut it short, I, I I owe you more time, man. Yeah, he got more. Oh, yeah, he got more water that. in that will. Yeah, he got <laughs> more water in that will, man. So, that, that, so the hey, next so, episode will, on, will be a continuation of this one. All right, hundred percent, hundred percent. So you telling me don't ask my question then, huh, Delmar? That's what you said. <laughs> now you can you can ask it because I know you're a man of many questions. But I do want to have our very hey, boy, our very next guest. Real, our, our very yeah, next that was guest a subtle shot. If you talk too much, <laughs> no man. I always, I always tell you, you a man of many questions. I always tell you, you talented. You are talented in that department. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but but 
I love it. Sonda would definitely be uh, part two. Will be our very next guest is Cutter Concepts again. So you'll be the first person to double back, back to back episode. Hey, man! Making history. But we can. Yeah, I'll hold off then. I'll hold off on my question since Delmar shut me down publicly, and I feel like that's okay. He was real. He was real tactful with that. He was very tactful. Yeah, it was like a polite. Get out, like, boy, you did that smooth, man. boy. Man, this is yeah. good, though. Friendship, man. So, you just kind of you kind of learn how to be masterful with some things. <laughs> I, he, he, he switched, he switched into uh, Tay Diggs from uh, from uh, what's that move with that uh, Malibu what? Most Wanted, the gangster, <laughs> the gangster Tay Diggs. <laughs> Not Malibu, you most Korean, wanted, take man. your hands, whatever he said. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, Bob. On that, on that note, on that note, we're gonna go ahead and end the show, man. Yeah, man. But this is our very out. next episode. We will have Cutter Concepts back on and Tupac as well. All right, well, we are out. <laughs>